Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Droid Entertainment. It is an independently produced show. And if you enjoy it, please subscribe. Feel free to write a review of the podcast on whatever platform you use to ingest podcasts, whether it's iTunes, Blueberry, Spotify, whatever it is. And if you've done all these things and you still want to help, then go ahead and just send me some nudes. All right? Send me money, send me nudes. Don't be a Jew, don't be a prude. Send me money, send me nudes. Don't be a Jew, don't be a prude. Yeah, I'm actually part Jewish. Now, enjoy today's episode. As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Hey guys, Miguel Old R2D2 here, Michael Oldroyd. Welcome to the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. This is episode 197. And it is Tuesday. Sorry, it's Monday, July 24th, 2023, 11.02 p.m., and the voice that you just heard in the background is my mom. Hey! (laughs) So, uh, I promised her that I wouldn't, like, force her to be on the podcast, but she's listening in, so every once in a while, you may hear her giggle or cough, and... (laughs) You may hear the famous cough uh, that used to be my way of identifying her whenever I was at the mall as a child and I would run around uh, and play in the the clothes, uh, I forget what they're called, but the the clothes racks, I'd hide in the racks and I'd run around and play and then if I ever lost her I'd just listen for her cough. So so we may be graced with that uh, today, but I'm not going to... That's that's what we're doing. So she's here with me. It's been awesome so far. Flew in last night from St. Louis, and very excited to have her down in Tampa, uh, Florida, because she's the reinforcements to my army. Right. So for metaphors, uh, basically uh, refuel on ammo, support, strength. You know, I'm in the bunker, loading up on uh, getting food in the belly. Uh, getting love, you know, getting all the good things, like, you know, the way that the sun gives you vitamin D. So, that's where we are. Uh, that's the explanation for any giggles you hear in the background, and that's what we're going to do. So, we're going to go ahead and jump right into what's going on in the world, and we are going to kick off 
the podcast now. I guess we've already kicked it off, but now we're kicking it to the first segment. So thank you guys, and here we go. What? Oh my gosh, this is exciting. What? I was wondering if you happen to know what is going on in the world. What is going on in the world? What is going on in the world? What is going on? What is going What is going on in the world? What? 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 guys so what is going on in the world you might even hear every once in a while my mom does a, a technique where she goes uh, to just get the <laughs> to get the food <laughs> she made fish for us tonight uh, it, it's this is one of the many reasons it's great to have my mom around because there's uh, fish that probably would not have gotten cooked due to me being lazy slash busy slash all these things uh, so she just cooked some fish that was going to spoil if she didn't cook it. And we both ate some and, uh, I hear the, I hear making sure it's like the alternative to the floss. You know what I mean? It's a floss technique where if you don't have any floss. So anyway, love that. And here we go. What's going on in the world? We are nearing the end of July now and there's a noise right there. Just heard it. <laughs> We're, uh, <laughs> We're <laughs> we're nearing uh, the end of July. It's midway through the summer. Believe it or not, July twenty first, meaning it is the eve before Jesus's half birthday, guys. So uh, happy half birthday to Jesus! It's uh, six months officially from Christmas Eve, and uh, I'm probably the only person in the universe acknowledging that right now that that is aware of it. So now you guys are aware of it, and we're all aware of it. And uh, happy half birthday there. So, uh, it is the summertime. As we know, can't believe that July is going to be done here. I feel like July is the center of the summer. August is still summer, but it's starting to move one step closer to fall. Obviously, you know that August is when football season starts. But right now, summer, Barbie, that's the thing that's trending. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to, to Barbie uh, but Margot Robbie and Ryan Goslin uh, apparently are starring in this uh, hit summer flick. I see all the Instagram girls dressing up like Barbie, and it's fun. It's really it's 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 uh, it seems like a fun thing. Uh, so I know that there's a lot of uh, Margot Robbie fans out there. Uh, I'm one of them who's uh, I'm a decent fan of Margot Robbie. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of girls out there that are fans of. Um, uh, Ryan Goslin, right? Got big in the notebook. His first movie that I ever knew he was in was actually Remember the Titans. I don't know if you guys remember that Titan, but he was uh, one of the football players there. And uh, so, yeah, usually the, the men love uh, Margot Robbie. The women love, uh, or the, the women love Ryan Goslin. The gay men love Ryan Gosling. The lesbians love Margot Robbie. And the they, thems, you just never know. It's a mystery. So, anyway, uh, what else? Uh, speaking of that, I went to, uh, with one of my friends to, <laughs> I went to, with one of my friends, uh, I was I was out the other day in Hyde Park Village. There's some stores there. And we went into Sephora. And there was... Uh, there was men in there. I haven't been in a Sephora in years, probably since maybe I was with there with my mom or, you know, 
going to the mall in the past. Uh, and there was a lot of men, more men than I've ever seen wearing makeup. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, well, I shouldn't assume they were men. They could have been they, them. And I'm not putting it down at all. Uh, I, I, the Barbie theme maybe was the reason for it or whatever it was. I could tell that it's been a while since I've been in a Sephora. <laughs> you know, <laughs> things have changed since last time I was in a Sephora because the ratio of males wearing makeup has dramatically increased. Have you noticed that? No, now? I was just at Sephora the other day, actually, two days ago. Yeah? I haven't... Maybe there were men there, but I, there didn't, was I didn't know... No no men wearing makeup? That they were wearing makeup. You didn't know? Yeah, I didn't you didn't see it? Yeah. Maybe it's because it's Missouri. Missouri's a little bit yes. more conservative. Florida's pretty conservative, too. We were talking about that today with the, the, the gradient. It's... It's more blue in the cities like Tampa and Miami, and the further out you go, the, the more red and DeSantis-loving uh, <laughs> human beings there are. That's just kind of the nature of rural versus urban, but, uh, you know, it's not always the case. It's just kind of general generalities. So there's usually more men wearing makeup in the cities. <laughs> so, um, anyway, all right. So, uh, fun stuff. And, um, what else is going on? Well, uh, even though it's summertime, it's raining out here. Uh, apparently it was, uh, cooler today that for the first time this summer, probably than it was in Missouri. My mom keeps checking the weather cause she's excited that it's cooler here right now than it is in Missouri, <laughs> which is, she got lucky. She came in right as, uh, we got a rainy day that cooled things off, but apparently the, the heat has been going on everywhere. Uh, and it's a, it's a hot time of the year. The waters are hot. The, there's there's a heat wave going around. So I hope everyone's staying safe. Uh, you know, get those ice buckets uh, out. You know, I don't think I need to explain, but you know, if you if you cool down your wrists with ice cubes, it's one way of cooling down. I feel like that's not really the purpose of this podcast to give basic Boy Scout advice, but just in case you didn't know. Uh, Ice and uh, ice on the uh, wrists and the neck help uh, cool down when you're hot. So I hope you guys are staying safe, and uh, you know we'll, we'll get through it. Where the the Earth is, the rotation of the Earth is slowly going to be getting uh, less of that kind of e- equator thing uh, as the months go on. Now that Jesus's half birthday is going to be over soon, will be it'll be getting colder and colder as time goes on here. So. <laughs> Uh, that said, uh, what else is going on? There's mass demonstrations right now in Israel. I guess there's some, the conflicts continue and there's protesting. Who would have, who would have thunk that that's going on? It's been going on for thousands of years. It seems like every day there's a new update about it. It's the same story, uh, same story, different day, unfortunately. But this time I guess there's, uh, People are upset because they're taking power from the Supreme Court, uh, which I guess uh, in Israel, the Supreme Court help, helps kind of keep the, the checks and balances in place. And people are uh, people, people are a little nervous about that. So can't we just get a little peace in the Middle East, guys? I mean, come on, right? All right. Anyway, um, there. What next update, there's a crypto project out offering coins in return for a retinal scan of your eye. Uh, just hearing this, my first piece of advice knowing nothing is do not do this. 
Don't do this. Run away, run away. Do not trade a retinal scan for your eye in exchange for a new crypto coin. Uh, seems like the dumbest um, lure uh, that you could possibly imagine. Um, that not uh, you know I, I, I they claim it's for uh, cybersecurity to identify that you're not uh, a robot, but I feel like as soon as you give that away, just doesn't seem like a good idea. So uh, that's my piece of advice, knowing absolutely nothing about it. Um, but that's my initial instinct there. Uh, next update: U.S. There was a U.S. shoulder soldier last week who uh, crossed the uh, the parallel, the 38th parallel, went into North Korea, going rogue for whatever reason. I forget why, but um, unfortunately, here we are a week later. I talked about it in my last podcast, and we don't have an update on his status, which is not a good sign at all. Right, he's gone dark there. Uh, we don't have communication. We have uh, our government has uh, apparently been using our channels of communication to get info on his status, and we have not gotten information on his status. Uh, so I hate to see something like this. It gives me an eerie feeling, um, and I, I I hope the best for him. You know, keep him in my prayers. Just not a not a good place to to kind of you know, uh, to be. So, um, yeah, that, that's not a funny update. And I mean, none of these are funny, really. These are just world updates so far, but nothing to really giggle at there. Uh, hopefully he'll be able to, to come home soon because that's just, uh, that's unfortunate. So we'll move on, stay, stay upbeat here. Um, but we are lucky to live in a free country and have freedom. Um, because that's that's a, that's a place that freedom doesn't exist. So, uh, Twitter here's a new update. Twitter is replacing its logo now. Uh, I guess Elon Musk, in his response to, to Mark Zuckerberg's threads, is a, a rebranding. I don't know if you know Elon Musk's attempts to sue Mark Zuckerberg have fallen on deaf ears, but apparently he is now rebranding. This is his his. If it's a game of chess, you know, the free market capitalism, rather than getting in the octagon and fighting Mark Zuckerberg fist to fist, he is rebranding. That's called a pivot right there is what that is. It's a pivot. He's changing the logo to a uh, from a little tweeting bird to an X, which aligns kind of with his SpaceX and Tesla and technology. So X is the new... Uh, logo for Twitter, and uh, apparently the users for something called Mastodon have been going up since. What is Mastodon, you might ask, because that's what I asked myself. Never heard of it. I thought Mastodon is a giant shark that I learned uh, watching Shark Week. Shark Week, not Shark Week. I apologize for any miscommunication. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Mastodon is uh, is a competitor to Twitter. I've, I've I realized five minutes ago when I did a, a very quick Google search. So, uh, anybody on Mastodon? Hey, that's a good way to, you know, uh, break the ice with a gal. Maybe next time you're at Sephora, you can just say, Hey, excuse me, uh, I like your eyeliner. Are you on Mastodon? Right, Mom? That would be a good, yeah. that'd be a good icebreaker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome.
awesome. My mom is, uh, she gives good advice. Her, her advice is get off the dating apps. <laughs> uh, it's funny to hear her perspective. Uh, I'll recap because I don't want to put her on the spot. I've told you guys before that she thinks that uh, it's, it's hard to make a real connection. You know, too many options with social media and, and, and dating apps these days. Uh, she was telling me today that in the old days, uh, it was, uh, you know, people were more vulnerable. They, they, they didn't play games. They just kind of put themselves out there and were honest. And that uh, was the old school way of, of, of game. You know, no, nobody was out there uh, asking if, you know, are you on Mastodon, right? It was a, a more simple time. Like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Looking forward to seeing you. That type of thing, right? So, yeah. That sounds very genuine and wholesome, guys. So... Uh, my mom's here to bring the soul back to the world. We need it. Uh, too much ghosting these days. Ghosting is rude and disrespectful. Um, and, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's all become a little bit better and not ghost each other. All right? All right. Anyway, uh, what do we got? What do we got here, guys? Uh... One last thing about Twitter, uh, Elon Musk apparently has had a negative cash flow with Twitter since he bought it for 44, I think it was $44 billion, which was, I think he borrowed money, not that he needed to borrow money, but uh, for whatever reason he chose to borrow money, I don't know what his current cash flow or, you know, net worth is, an, is a tricky thing or how much somebody's worth, but somehow I guess he borrowed part or all of the money to buy Twitter and it is currently a negative cash flow, which, you know, leads to the pivot that he made by replacing the, the logo fast. That's a fast move. I will give him a high five for he's not afraid to act quick. I will say that about Elon Musk. I remember when he went to buy Twitter from Jack Dorsey. It was a public <laughs> offer. He, he, he made an offer on Twitter and said, I'll buy it for $44 billion last and final offer. You know, and you could tell that Jack Dorsey was immediately scrambling, right? Because everything just went quiet for a little bit. He took him seriously. So I guess that's a pretty bold alpha move, I will say. Not to say that Elon Musk is an alpha in every way, but he is in some ways, I'd say, uh, to, to just, uh, you know, make such a, a, a bold thing right there in front of the entire world. Uh, so Elon Musk is, is an intriguing person. Uh, my mom thinks I over overuse the word intriguing, uh, <laughs> but, but he is—he uh, is intriguing. Would you agree, mom, that Elon Musk is intriguing? Do you, do you, what do you think of him? Do you I like him? I think he's weird. You think he's weird? That's usually what women say. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've asked a few women at different ages their thoughts on Elon Musk, and they say I get a creeper vibe. But that's yeah, what they say. He, he, yes. Yeah. Um, I do an Elon Musk impression. Have you ever heard of it? No, I want to uh, hear it. Well, I was listening to it. I talked about this in the last last podcast, but I was listening to him do a broadcast on Twitter recently, and he said something very humble in such an intelligent and unique way. He he goes, well, there's certainly uh, plenty of negative feedback on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's very apparent, I think. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of negative feedback, but it's it's a great ego compressor. <laughs> for him what you know for him so it yeah. compresses his ego yeah, you know because yeah. he thought he could just buy it and yeah. you know everyone would automatically uh you know just jump on board and say thank you elon for saving twitter but instead there's 
millions of people that are We're upset okay. about it, yeah. that are protesting. You know, I think some people are always going to be mad no matter what, mm-hmm. but some people also are, are justly kind of angry because, you know, they don't like the changes, yes. I guess, that have yes. been taking place. And it's, it's not just one change. It, it, it's like he... <laughs> He's constantly changing. No, he's changing uh, the, the you know, logo. Yeah, he's he's every day or every week. There's different stuff. He's he's like he's experimenting as an artist with Twitter, you know. Mm-hmm. And and people don't. A lot of people don't <clears throat> like that that uncertainty and that you know. It's kind of like what's going on here, right? So, yeah. um, what will we say? We did stop. I will say I saw some. I don't go to the mall very often, but today my mom and I stopped there because we found. Uh, a piece of jewelry in my whip uh, that was probably left behind by a previous Uber passenger, we think. I have no idea who, and there's no way for me to find out. So my mom showed me this piece of jewelry that she said, I think this is real. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is gold plus a potential diamond. I was like, really? Because when I first saw it, I thought this is, <laughs> this is fake, you know, <laughs> or, or like, you know, nothing. So... I got excited. We went to the mall to get it appraised, right? And uh, found out it was worth nothing. But <laughs> but it was fun to go there. Uh, oh, one reason I, I... Well, I don't know if I want to say that. It might be a little uh, ridiculous for me to reveal that I, you know, had a stomach ache for a little bit. So I'll just say that. And it was good to stop in the mall. Uh, and... Uh, Anyway, we saw that there's a Tesla store. I didn't know Tesla had... There was an actual brick-and-mortar store inside of the mall called Tesla. And there was a Tesla car in the... in the. It's not... You know how sometimes in the mall you'll see a car out in the open area where it's like, Hey, enter this drawing and, and you could win this car. This was different than that. This was actually a store that had cars in it like it was a dealership uh, of some sort, which I, I haven't seen that in a mall before. So Tesla, Elon Musk is definitely a pioneer in a variety of ways. And he, he, he's, I think one of the good things that he does is he's not afraid to shake things up and not just go by, Oh, everyone else has always done things this way. So I'm just going to do, which we, the world needs that. I mean, I'm one of those people. So even though him and I are different in our personality by makeup, I do appreciate a, a, an entrepreneur who's not afraid to test the true boundaries. Uh, and that's not, um, that's not to encourage people like Donald Trump, by the way. But it is to encourage <laughs> Elon Musk. So, anyway. Um, anyway, you guys on Mastodon? No. What are, we, uh, what are we saying here? So, Tesla. Looking into Tesla, potentially. I almost rented a Tesla recently. You can rent... Tesla's through the Uber app. Uh, I guess Hertz has a partnership with them. And, uh, you know, I could pretend to have a Tesla by uh, renting it in order to drive for Uber. I had to get a, a rental car this the last couple of days is what I'm trying to say. I had car trouble. I'm sure you guys don't really care, but uh, I would have liked to have driven a Tesla around uh, Hyde Park near Sephora roll down my window at some lovely ladies dressed like Barbie and say, hey, are you on Mastodon? You know, I feel like it might have... Anyway, all right. Uh, negative cash flow for a company. Talked about that. Apparently there's... Here's an update. Barriers in the Rio Grande have been put there to keep people from entering the U.S. illegally. 
And there's some hoopla around this topic, both as far as a humanitarian perspective, but also an environmental perspective. Not sure how it's harming the environment because I don't know enough about it, but I do think that it's interesting um, to talk. My mom was an immigrant at one point, and she is now a U.S. citizen, has been for a long time. A really cool example of uh, how... It is possible to not come from privilege and to be a gigantic, gigantic success. Uh, not everyone is able to do that, but uh, that's a that's a huge accomplishment. So, Thank you. Yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah, so that should be encouraging to to those who, regardless of your status, and it also might upset a few people that it, it should be encouraging to people that don't have privilege. To show that it is possible. It doesn't mean it's going to happen to everyone all the time, but it is possible and should be motivating. But it also might upset a few people that don't have privilege that are like, oh man, you mean we have to work? (laughs) (laughs) So she worked very hard and dealt with a lot of, a lot of, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of uh, challenges over the years. Probably every challenge in the book, right? You, you had to face at some point. Mm-hmm. Discrimination, everything mm-hmm. at some point. And she overcame it all. That's what toughness and grit and not backing down gets you. So she is a testament. And I'm a testament of what it is to do with the privilege you're given. Because <laughs> my dad and mom have given me a great platform. And uh, I am pursuing uh, what I love as a result of that and making what I can uh, of that. So it's a, it's a, it's interesting to see the two, right? So yeah. Any thoughts on that mom? No. All right. All right. So, um, am I embarrassing you? No. Okay. Good. That's a good, I'm glad I don't want to embarrass you. It's fun. Good. I'm having fun too. Um, I, I mentioned earlier, football season is coming. Uh, I saw uh, an advertisement today. I think when we were somewhere, I was looking at. Oh, last night we were going to go get a late night uh, bite to eat after you arrived from the airport, Mom. And I mm-hmm. was looking through the Applebee's. Looked like it might still be open, and uh, I saw that there was. Uh, a news clip going on mm-hmm. and the Bucks. it was an update on the new quarterback for the Bucks. I forget his name off the top of my head, but it showed uh, football season is going to be here and uh, I'll get you guys an update on my training later, but it, it, it's, it's fast approaching. August 1st was always when football season started. Uh, for me as a kid, I started playing when I was, I think I, I either first tried out when I was seven or I was eight. I remember I got cut. We were talking about it today because we passed the football field where I've been training. And my mom was telling me about how uh, she hated how the football coaches were, were, were uh, bullying me and, you know, all the kids, essentially. How, how were you saying it in my first year? I was eight years old, I think, whenever I started. Yeah. What, what were you saying about the football coaches? The... I didn't like them because they were mean. And also, you were flying. I was flying around, they would hit me, and because uh, they would, would hold the bag, yes, right? Yes, they would hit you and you would fly, you know, because <laughs> you were so little. Yeah, I was the smallest kid on the team my first, I was the smallest kid my first year trying out on in the smallest, youngest bracket, right? Junior Pee Wee is what it was. I, was. I think I was seven or eight years old. 
I was a small, I think I weighed 70 pounds. And, uh, I remember when we first started hitting, uh, they would, um, the coaches would stand there with the bag and they'd give us a little pop back, you know, and we'd hit the bag and I, I would fly backwards. I'd almost do yeah, a backflip. Yeah. I looked like I was doing a back dive yes, whenever yes. they, so my mom did not like that. And the first coach who cut me, his name was Mark, which is ironic. That was my dad's name. She, my mom <laughs> forgot his name today and she said he was really mean, right? That's what you were saying. <laughs> yes, yes. And he cut me. We were talking about, my brother was there with his boyfriend at the time, um, Speaking of guys wearing makeup at Sephora, my brother doesn't, but I'm sure he has friends that does, and he is awesome. We were talking about how I got to get my brother here on the podcast sometime because he is awesome, and he's unique, and he's uh, got a really cool perspective, and uh, you know, Jonathan, if you're listening, love you. We were talking about you today when I have this cool light system that you gave me a while back, so we were testing that out. I was showing mom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, so anyway, what I was saying is Jonathan was there, my brother, and, um, I came over and you guys knew immediately that I was cut, right? You had this really sad face. Yeah. I remember I I was in the first round of cuts too. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, Mark cut me. He was the one who delivered the news to my face right there. (laughs) Uh, and, uh. And it was funny, uh, somehow the, the term Mark, my, somehow the, my mom was trying to say something today randomly, like Michael the Archangel, but what came out was Mark Angel, and that's my dad's name. <laughs> 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 and that was really fun and funny. Uh, she Sometimes she calls me the wrong name. She called me Markle every once in a while, mix it up with my dad and I, which is cute and funny. Uh, but... Uh, we, the last thing I want to say about football before we move on to the next section was the next year I came back. As you guys remember, Michael Jordan got cut from his first basketball team his freshman year of high school. Uh, I came back the second year. We had a different head coach. His name was James or Jimmy, Jimmy Porter. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about Jimmy Porter today. Uh, what, what were you saying about him? Mom? I think he, he was he, he loved that I didn't quit and then I had the guts to come back and try again the yeah. next year. I made the team. What, what was it that you were saying about him, Mom? I was saying that when we moved and when we moved to Missouri or, or is it LA, uh, We moved San, to Missouri. Or San Francisco. To, we moved to Missouri. We moved to Missouri and he made this speech for you that you were leaving but he started crying because, you know. Yeah, so to give, to give you guys context, uh, it was the banquet after my second year on the team. So tried out my first year, didn't make the team. Next year, came back. Coach Porter was our coach. I made the team. Next year after that, I was 9 or 10 years old and made that team again, of course. You know, I, I was in now. <clears throat> and uh, even though every year you still had to try out. But uh, Coach Porter was there. So it was, my, it was after my second season of football and the banquet that we had, Coach Porter... Uh, went and he was naming all the players and I guess he saved the best players for last. We started to realize that as players. And I remember I had scored a couple touchdowns for the team that year. I actually, I don't think I caught any, they don't, I don't think they threw me the ball once my first year on the team. I was always great at conditioning. That second year I started to make impact. I remember I helped them win a game early in the season and double overtime scored my first touchdown at Pinole High School. And I remember <clears throat> Coach Porter was saving the best kids for last. I'm like, how am I still in this group, right? I was 
I wasn't the star on the team. I just made plays at certain times as a, as a receiver. It was more of a running football team, similar to Eureka later. And uh, I remember our star running back, Adesola Kahinde. I'll get. I'll let you guys guess what continent he's from. Uh, but he was a tough, strong kid. I remember the first time we were running hills, and he uh, he kind of. I tried running up the hill, and he kind of like moved me out of his way because I was kind of infringing. And I, I mean, I would, he was a, ten times stronger than me. He was our star running back, number forty. Anyway, the guys like Adesola Kahinde and you know a couple other guys that were really kind of the 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 big studs on our team at the time. Uh, they were in the group, and I was still in the group, and I remember thinking, we're all looking at each other like, oh, I wonder who's going to save for last, you know? <laughs> we're like, this is, um, it seems like he's saving all the best players for last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and sure enough, I remember it was the last two of us standing there, and I started, like, getting embarrassed. I'm like, why am I still here? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then, uh, he announced the other kid, and I'm like, I'm last. He's, he's saving me for last, and... I remember he started to talk about me, and as soon as he started to talk about me, he started to cry. Yeah. Did that Did that moment mean anything to you, Mom? Cause oh, I, I started crying because it was, you know, very touching. Yeah. But he was talking about your dedication, your, you know, discipline and all that, how hard you work. And just because you were leaving, I think he didn't really want you to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, um, shout out to Coach Jimmy Porter, um, and uh, it's nice to have memories like that, uh, definitely meaningful. So we'll talk a little bit more about my training toward the end, uh, but before we end this section, I'm just going to talk about the stock market in finance for one second, cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, stock market is has been up uh, overall again this last week. I mean, it's not unbelievable but it's steadily going up which means my net worth is going up while my short-term cash flow is you know doing what we can but it is nice that the the bruce wayne i feel like bruce wayne in the dark knight rises when he's uh his his identity is stolen by bane and he's temporarily broke but long term he's gonna <laughs> you know i, I put I, I put too much money in my long-term retirement account, so I'm like skating on thin ice, you know, here for the short-term cash flow, but making it work. Uh, things like my car breaking down don't help. Luckily, I have wonderful reinforcements like my mom uh, to, uh, you know, make sure that I don't break through that short-term thin ice without having made it. All right, maybe that's a little too much personal information, but either way, I don't care. Um... What was I going to say? Um, what I did want to say... Mom, maybe this is too much personal information about me. I won't say anything about anyone else, but... I just want to shout... I want to give a quick shout out to myself... And raise my stock in the, eight, the, light, the eyes of the ladies and say... I satisfied all 40 credits for Social Security already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. So, <clears throat> I'm going to bring this up for one main reason... Which is not to brag, even though it's funny and, and it's kind of like a, a humble brag, but I didn't even know what Social Security was. I just knew it has to do with when you get older. And uh, for for everyone, you know, not enough people tell us about personal finance, especially if you didn't go to college for personal for finance or you didn't learn in school. Most of 
most of the things we learn in college we never even use. It's more about learning how to learn, learning how to teach yourself to learn. Those are skills that are developed and you learn about yourself through. But if you go to a specialized school and you learn about things like personal finance, you already have a leg up on, on the world uh, because everything is finance uh, in the world. You have, to, you have to be able to manage your finances. So something that we should all know, if you don't already know, is a little bit of your paycheck uh, goes to taxes and social security. And social security, if you pay us, I don't know exactly how much, but there are 40 credits required before your age 67, I think it is. Before you, yeah. Um, or whenever you choose to retire between 62 and 67, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's a little confusing. There's kind of like some slide scales going on. But either way, if you achieve your minimum credit requirement to enter, and there's multiple tiers, uh, 40 credits is the, the entry kind of like thing. Some people it takes a lifetime to get, right? Some people never pay enough. Mm-hmm. Found out that I already satisfied my 40 requirements years ago before I went full-time comedy. So... That was a benefit of my previous uh, role in healthcare that, that that worked out. Hard work pays off, right? Realized I'm already in. So, ladies, don't get too excited. But I will say, I told a girl that recently because I was just it was like new news, and she <laughs> yeah. goes, "Why do you keep getting hotter?" That's what I said. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, just imagine me 67 years old, and uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that will really get you going." But um, that's funny. Yeah. So it's fun. And, 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 and there's also things like Medicare and your 401k. Those are three big things that really matter for long-term retirement. So luckily I have my mom here that's been, you know, helping me throughout life to, to develop some of these long-term habits. And for those of you who don't know, look into those three, be aware of them. They're important. And, uh, you know, you can also boost your own stock, uh, when you say, are you on Mastodon? Because uh, <clears throat> if you are, and if you are, all right, you get what I'm saying. So, last thing in the finance world, cryptocurrency, business ethics, right? Uh, those two are really intertwined. Uh, I don't know, uh, especially if you're you're trading a scan of your retina for for money. I don't think that's a good idea. It reminds me of the movie Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. Do you remember that when the guy his eye was missing? Uh, when they were trying to get the thing called the God Particle. Uh, great written book by Dan Brown, great movie. Uh, I always go back to my friend Hieronymus because he, he's a physicist who studied at that lab, the CERN lab. So I think the lesson is don't give your retina away. Um, anyway, uh, found out that, <clears throat> you know, don't give your retina away, but maybe buy stock in the company. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, you know, there, there, there's, there's business. That's the business ethics that I'm actually bringing up, right? Because you might think, oh, well, maybe that company is a good investment, but you don't want to enable the problem, in my opinion, opinion, right? Don't buy stock in a company that's hurting the world just because the stock price is going up, right? It's something to think about, guys. You're gonna, you may be thinking, um, wow. That's really something I don't think about at all, Mike, but that, maybe that's a good point, right? If you want to help save the world, maybe think a little bit every once in a while. You know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Don't just buy something because it's a good investment. Think about the holistic effect, right? Think about the holistic effect. Uh, you know, is it good to buy 
uh, and invest in oil uh, and, and, you know, when there's BP spills and things like that? Or do you want to invest in things like Tesla's and Elon Musk, who's a, a creepy... So maybe there's some, some, some irony there, you know? You don't want to necessarily make a creepy guy richer, but <laughs> you do want to, you do want to uh, think about where your money is going and what you're investing in, is, is, is ultimately what I'm trying to say. There is, you know, we talk about money and finance in this section, and it is important to think about not just your sphere, but the, mid- the medium-sized sphere, microeconomics, macroeconomics, and actually how it uh, truly affects the world. If you really want to think on a high level, you, get, you can't miss that big picture bird's eye view. So do you agree, Mom? Do you think that's interesting yeah. or not? Yeah? I agree. Don't buy stock in China. You know? uh, there you go. <laughs> anyway, not, that's not a, a, a knock on Chinese people ever. Um, it's just, uh, the government, I always got to clarify, I am part Asian, right mom? So mm-hmm. anyway, all right. Uh, any thoughts before we move on, on to what's going on in the comedy world? No. Any thoughts about what's going on in the world? No. Did you find that interesting? Very. Did you like it? Yes. It was fun? I'm enjoying this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that you talked so much. Oh, really? <laughs> that's good. But that's good. My mom's my biggest fan, guys. She uh, she, she finds me funny, so that's really Very good. funny. Yeah. Have I... Uh, do you, how many laugh, How many times do you think you've laughed in your whole life from me, Mom? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> how many times have I laughed since last night? A lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it a higher concentration of laughs, do you think, since since we've been hanging out than usual, would you say? Yeah. That's awesome. Dad's pretty funny too, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. That's that's who you get it from. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Angel. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So we're going to move on to what's going on in the comedy world now, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, I don't mean to be rude and interrupt, but are you ready for the segment known as What is going on in the comedy world? Oh my gosh, another beat? Yeah. Like, what is this? This is so exciting. Oh, I don't even know what is happening in the comedy world, so please, entertain me. Talk to me. Tell me. What the fuck is going on in the comedy world? I'm listening, I'm ready for you to tell me I want to learn, I want to know, I want to know now Tell me, Michael, tell me, talk dirty to me Alright, just heard uh, a stomach growl, not sure if it was my mom's or mine, but (laughs) Not me (laughs) I'll take credit for it because I'm a nice son, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that was me Alright, um What's going on in the comedy world? Guys, I'll be honest, I have no idea. I, I haven't I been paying attention. The the writers and the actors strike, I think it's still going on. I don't really know. Uh, all I really know is what's going on in my comedy world right now. So with that said, we're going to move on to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the shortest segment in history that I've done. And uh, it provided zero value right there for you guys. But guess what? My comedy world is actually part of the world. And the final segment, my world is actually part, my world is part of the world. So, you know, we talk about microeconomics and macroeconomics, micro world, macro world, micro 
comedy world, macro comedy world. So we're going to move on to what's going on in my comedy world. Because that's part of the comedy world. Hello? Are we doing this again? I thought you just talked about what's going on in the comedy world. My comedy world. Sorry, I didn't know that what's going on in your comedy world is like more important. It's not. Oh, it's not? Oh, that's why you put a third? Okay, I apologize. Bukaki? Well, let's listen. Let's listen to what's going on in Michael's comedy world, you freaking narcissist. Okay. What is going on in Michael's comedy world? Michael's comedy world. Michael's comedy world. <clears throat> Great ratio of time, right? At my first section, 40 minutes. Next session, 30 seconds. So, <laughs> just keeping it balanced here, guys. Uh, I wish that my Instagram following to followers ratio was the same. Uh, meaning, uh, I wish that I had uh, a lot more followers than I do where I didn't have to follow everyone back necessarily, even though that sounds kind of selfish, you know? I guess maybe that's one of the problems in the world is everyone's trying to get more followers but not follow people back. And You know, WWJD, guys, WWJD, if he was on Instagram and Twitter these days, you know? I think Jesus would be the only person on Twitter and Instagram that follows 6.7 billion people <laughs> only... And doesn't have the greatest ratio because only, you know, a third of them follow back. So, um, sometimes I wonder, WWJD, if he was on social media. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about my comedy world. Uh, shows this week, and I had two shows, and I, I actually watched comedy. Uh, I didn't perform Friday night, but I watched a comedy show with a friend. We went to, to Ebor, uh, to the gimmick. Uh, and uh, saw some comedians perform. So I don't go just watch comedy too often, especially if I don't know who's performing. I'll go support friends sometimes or support a venue. And in this case, I did support a venue. But the, the truth was my friend wanted to go see comedy that night. They were available. I wasn't booked. So I figured, why not go support the comedy world, mm -hmm. uh, even though I'm not performing, and we'll just have a, a fun night of kicking back and seeing comedy from an outsider's perspective, mm -hmm. a spectator's point of view. And it was fun. And there was, uh, there was a couple uh, comedians that got me to giggle. There was one guy um, that really made me chortle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. I loved his cadence, his timing. And I might ask him to open for me uh, in the future. Um, his name is Miles Neff. I don't know if you guys... Um, uh, have heard of the name. I guess he's a Tampa guy, but he's unique and his style is different than me just enough to where if he opens for me, we won't be doing like the same style. It'll be different enough where he can open it up. There's a lot of science behind it, but uh, I really enjoyed it. So when Trevor Glassman, who's my main guy that opens for me, when he's not available, uh, if Miles Neff is interested, I might have to ask him. He was pretty funny, mm -hmm. and he has similar hair like me. Oh, and really? It's in a oh, it's yeah. in a uh, ponytail, <laughs> but uh -huh. in, and he makes fun of his his man bun. Uh, <laughs> but he has a I don't want to compare him to Mitch Hedberg because it's still it's different, but it's kind of like a it's unique, you know. So I, I was booked with him Sunday night, didn't even know it. Just showed up to Sunshine City Comedy Club last night before I picked my mom up from the airport, and this guy was on the ballot. So after going out and enjoying comedy and seeing my favorite person who was on that. Up that night, who did the best I thought? Um, he was booked. 
uh, on the same show as me, and I got to enjoy seeing his set from two different perspectives completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to perform, and I, I was the one who brought him on stage. So uh, it was fun, and um, it was fun to get out to St. Pete Beach last night. It was a small crowd, uh, but the crowd was nice, intimate, got to make a connection with them. And, uh, you know, there was there was a guy who was a heckler who thought he was helping the show, which it never helped. So anybody out there who thinks, hey, I'm just trying to stir it up for you and help out, don't fall into the trap thinking that by heckling and asking questions and shouting out that somehow you're making it more interesting. That's not... That is not <laughs> the case. Same guy that uh, asked me if I'm on Instagram, and when I gave it to him, he didn't follow me. Uh, so... <laughs> But he's, he was a nice guy, uh, regardless. His dad was there with him, his girlfriend, and I guess his stepmom or something. And uh, his dad was a football coach. So there was a football connection. We enjoyed, it quickly led into my football jokes. Um, and they had the, the dad, I guess four of his high school athletes are currently in the NFL. So it's always a small world with, uh, with football. And, and um, it's just, uh, I've worked so hard in football throughout my life that it, it, it creates so many seeds that are planted where it's like a, you know, it's like dividends are being dispersed randomly in my life. There are dividends. I get dividends from it. Speaking of 401ks and everything, nothing's better than those dividends, right? So anyway, football continues to pay dividends. This is what I'm trying to say. Hard work pays off in unexpected ways sometimes, not always the way you want, but there are you know, it doesn't go to waste, right? Um, matter can neither be created nor destroyed. So when you when you put in that work, it doesn't just disappear. It goes somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So uh, Saturday night, I uh, performed at Side Splitters. It was a fun time uh, off Dale Mabry there. Appreciate uh, Side Splitters. Appreciate uh, Sunshine City Comedy Club for giving me stage time and opportunities. Uh, Full house, uh, Saturday night, late show. It was a great time. You know, there's some funny comics there. I appreciate the people that came out and supported me. Uh, new friends. Uh, you know, a couple of the people that came out and supported uh, are from New Jersey or New York. And we really bonded over their time. They loved going to the Comedy Cellar when they used to live up there. And we talked about New York. And, uh, and it was fun. We just had a great time after the show. Uh, and, you know, it's just fun to... To, to do something fun after my car broke down on the highway Friday <laughs> and uh, I was stuck on the 275 for two hours, by the way, guys, two hours before AAA came, I was stuck on an interstate. Talk about while the, the it was getting hotter, uh, it was about 10 a.m. and it was getting, the heat was rising and the air conditioning was off because of the, the thing. So it all worked out. Hey, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Um... It all worked out. I have my whip back, and uh, the re- the rental car was returned on time. And my mom and I teamed up today, so you know we didn't have to uh, Uber unnecessarily. Uh, um, she she followed me uh, from the Toyota dealership to uh, to the rental car drop off, and um, uh, you got to keep a tight tandem, right there. Uh, I'm, I, how do I say what I'm trying to say? Uh, 
if I lost my mom for one second, I had to pull over <laughs> and make sure that I let her catch up. No room for uh, no room for error, and uh, very funny how uh, it's cute. You know, it's it's fun. You know, when the when the mother has uh, the ducklings, you know, and the ducklings are chasing the mom. It's cute, and then when the duckling gets bigger and the mom is chasing the, the duckling, that's what it made me think of right there. So, yeah, right there. Yeah, it was funny. So I was—I think I was thinking earlier. I remember the first time. Well, we'll talk about it at the at the end. I also don't want to forget, so I'll talk about it really quick right now. I remember when I found out. Do you remember? When we found out that I finally, like when I was growing up, and I remember for the first time that I, I was stronger than you, Mom. Do you remember? Because yeah. I was acting up, yes. and you went to take off your slipper, you know, <laughs> and I held out your arm, so you, which I deserved a spanking. So that's my, I'm, I'm glad that she was never abusive in any way. I deserved a spanking with a slipper, I will say. I was a, a, a smart aleck, and I remember my mom and I looked at each other when we both realized I was strong enough to hold her arm in place so she couldn't hit me. And we made, we locked eyes and we smiled at each other. <laughs> and I realized in that moment I was no longer a boy, but in some ways I was a man. I realized I was a man physically because of my strength, but what I really realized is I was a man because I stopped acting up because with great power comes great responsibility. Oh. Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> It was funny. We laughed about it. Yeah. And uh, and it was really it was a it was a, it was a moment. I remember feeling that I was older at that at that mm-hmm. time. Um, all right. So that was the shows for the weekend. Um, I will I will most likely be back hosting trivia night this Thursday at Hotel Tampa Riverwalk. Uh, got to show my mom uh, downtown Tampa today. That was one of the places I showed her. She thought it looked nice, which means you guys should come out. My mom might even be there, so you might be able to get her autograph this Thursday <laughs> if you want. Angie Oldroyd's autograph, show up to Hotel Tampa Riverwalk on Thursday night, 7 p.m. You can confirm with me before if it's happening or not. Confirm with me before. I, it will most likely be happening. Sometimes it rains, and you know, sometimes there's alternate you know, audibles pulled last minute depending on... A variety of circumstances, but um, will you sign their autograph if they of request course. it? Did you know someone requested my autograph last time oh, that yeah. I was there? I think you told me. He was. Yeah. He was. Um, I talk. I joke about my football a lot, but sometimes people stop laughing and they just are inspired by uh, my football career. And that guy's name was James, by the way. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so he, uh, he was a, he, I think still is a football coach, coached his kids, mm-hmm. wanted his kids to, play, wanted his son to play D, D1. We talked about his son chose to go to McKendree, I think actually, which is ironic because I had a lot of teammates from Eureka that went to McKendree in St. Louis. Um, but he always wanted to play D1 and he was just, uh, you know, he, he was very supportive and requested my autograph That's you know nice. humbly he was like nervous to ask you know <laughs> it was really cool it was cool yeah. to see that uh, when people can peel back those layers and realize that that part of me you know yeah. and and see that then um it's a uh, it's pretty cool so you know there is a foundation of love 
uh, there, uh, my love for football, which uh, was propped up by the love that my parents gave to me. So multiple layers of love, right? So uh, football, there is, there is. By the way, I forgot to talk about Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian in my update of what's going on in the world. I don't know if you knew, Mom, but. Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady have a... There's rumors that they're mm-hmm. inter, inter, interacting. Kardashian? Uh, yeah, Kardashian. Oh, no. I, I, no, I didn't know that. I thought about oh, wow. uh, Kanye West today when we were at the mall because there was a section... I don't know if you knew, but there's a brand called Yeezys. No, I didn't. And there was a wall full of Yeezys, and they're way overpriced. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about, like, a Bitcoin and stuff? Like, putting value on something that doesn't have value? Yeah. That's pretty much Kanye West's brand. <laughs> Meaning, or anything that's overpriced. Designer stuff. Yeah. It's the brand that has the 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 name. Uh, it could have been made in China, but because you slap a certain logo on there, like yeah. Yeezy, which maybe it's not made in China. I don't know where he gets his material, so maybe the profit margin percentage is... You know, not as, you know, who knows? I don't really know. I don't think it's necessary to pay $1,000 for a pair of tennis shoes, though. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, that's how much Kanye West... Uh, really? At one, at one point, yeah, there was oh Yeezys going for 900 but inflation happened. So, I bet I bet you they're over $1,000 now. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting. I, I hope Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady do not uh, start dating. It'll, it might... How do you feel? Do you think it would... Would you think less of Tom Brady, Mom, or would you would you think that's fun? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's fun. Yeah, I think it's, it's weird, right? Yeah, it's uh, it shouldn't. It yeah. shouldn't date her. Yeah, I agree. After after Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, Kanye. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what would be really interesting is if there was a picture of Tom Brady holding Kim Kardashian's hands and Tom Brady was wearing Yeezys on his feet, you know, <laughs> Kanye West shoes. Yeah. That would be really something. Um, and it would be even weirder if Tom Brady dyed his hair like Pete Davidson. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Anyway, are you guys on Mastodon? All right. Let's see here. We're getting ready to end here uh, and talk about what's going on in my world. So let's just go ahead and start that up and we'll, we'll finish this uh, podcast here with some, some fireworks. Your world? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's like so weird and I don't know why my accent is changing over time. Who am I? Oh... This is... No. What type of instrument is that? Bukaki! That's fun. You're fun. We're fun. Michael, let's hear about you. Oh my gosh, how do you do? I am so excited to be here with you. Let us do this one last segment all for you. We have finally made it to the section of my world, which no one probably cares about more than my mom. <laughs> Nobody... <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. So, uh, training update. Uh, training update. Unfortunately, there are a few pain points, as I've mentioned to you guys before, that are still not fully healed. Right Achilles, left IT band, left high hamstring where it meets the glute. Uh, I do have 6% body fat. I don't know if I told you in the last podcast, did a recent scan at my gym where, the, you know, every month or whatever, you can come and do another scan. 
So my body composition has continued to change for the better. I went from like 10 or 11% body fat to 6%. My biological age decreased by two years from the diet in in a six-week time span. So I'm 36 years old on paper. Um, I've seen my birth certificate and my baby footprint to know that that's real. Uh, And... uh, 36 years old on paper, turning 37 this year, but my biological age, according to my metabolic rates and physical homeostasis levels from the scan, uh, said that I'm six weeks ago, I was 32 years old and it went down to 30 years old last week when I was tested. And the other exciting update on the training is that my athletic, you know, they rent you on zero to 10 uh, with a point system, so not just full integers, right? I went from 8.7 as a rating, which was optimal level. The only tier higher is between 9 and 10. It was like elite athletic performance, and I moved to a 9.3 last yeah. week when I was tested. So wow. uh, everything is trending in the direction it needs to, but I feel like I need to, I need to get with a um, physical therapist to iron out what the heck is going. I wouldn't mind getting a little acupuncture in my, in my Achilles. Uh, and the only reason I say that is because I am not, um, Brad Pitt from the movie Troy. Uh, I feel like he would be the only person I would say, don't get acupuncture in your heel. Uh, <laughs> but since I'm not his character, I think I would like to get some acupuncture and maybe try it in my Achilles and maybe a few areas. Uh, exciting stuff. I made a, 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 two separate appointments at Massage Envy tomorrow. My mom and I are, are going to the freaking spa. That's not what they, That's not a spa, really. I'm going to get an hour-long massage. My mom's getting a facial there, and uh, it's going to be a fun day of treating ourselves to the finer things in life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we, we went to Costco today. We bought some filet mignon steaks. We're going to grill at some point here. It's our first time visiting this new building uh, that I'm living in, which is really fun. You like the building? I love it. It's awesome. beautiful. Do you have a favorite thing about the building so far? Well, I think just the 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 quad. The, the quad? Yeah. The, right out here? Right. So my view on my window? Your view, the, the water fountain, the... The water, the water fountain where the woman was laying at <laughs> yeah. two, 2 in the morning that one night yeah. drunk. Right. And I, it was scary at first, and I realized, okay, she's she's awake, you know. She's drunk. <laughs> yeah, she was a little tipsy. Yeah, and the plants, just the trees and everything else, and it's clean. Yeah, you know, clean, it's nice, first yes. class. Um, oh, and the coffee, cappuccino mm, yeah, in the morning. Yeah, we yeah. have a free coffee here How for the resident. about the view from the top? Yeah, the, the view of wow. the ocean, St. Yes. Pete, the bay, I should yeah. say. You can see St. Pete and see far. And I haven't even showed her the mangrove view where you can walk out onto the water yet. So we'll do that still. And um, I was hoping she would bring our dog Coco because that would attract more women. So any of the, the pretty girls that live in this building that I haven't met yet, you know, it would be a nice change up or way to kind of get them to to say hi but you know since coco didn't come i'll just ask them if they're on mastodon so (laughs) all right um wanted to tell you guys a quick story uh because one of the things that's fun about 
this segment is I, I usually tell you guys uh, at least a couple stories. So here's one that I, I've been pushing off a few weeks because I didn't want to, you know, the, the podcast have been too long to force this in there. I think now is the perfect time to share this. Uh, and may, I may have talked about it before, but let's let's jump right in. It's random. It's a story from like 2018. My mom will probably appreciate it. But I want to talk about a vacation I took to Mexico with my ex-girlfriend, Jessica. And um, <laughs> Jessica insisted that we go to Mexico uh, because her gay friend, Jesse, who did not wear eyeliner, by the way, um, her gay alpha friend, her, her, <laughs> the dominant one of the gay guys within the relationship he was in at the time, his boyfriend, Jake, uh, who was... The, the submissive of the two. He was the, the, the more feminine. So uh, Jake and Jesse had a, like a, a timeshare. I can't remember if I talked about this last week or not. So if I did, forgive me, guys. Maybe if you didn't listen, then maybe you're in for a treat. If I did talk about it, if I didn't talk about it, everyone's in for a treat. Who knows? If you've heard it before, at least you can hear it in a new and different way. That's authentic for this moment right now. So Jake and Jesse broke up about 14 times on that three-day weekend uh, vacation. <laughs> they had uh, a lux. It was a luxury subscription, whatever they had to this place in Mexico. And uh, Jessica insisted, we can, "We're going to Mexico. I want to go to Mexico. We're going to go to Mexico." <laughs> so Jake and Jesse uh, were able to get us upgraded to a really nice. Suite on the top floor, looking out like three different angles. Right, it was a luxury, gigantic, you know, California king bed, uh, uh, outrageously giant bathtub, looking out the you know the glass windows in every direction, and like you know the the whole place could have been like a party for like twenty people that we had that Jake and Jesse were able to to get for us, and. the most entertaining part of the trip was watching them break up and make make up, make up every time and watching one of them beg the other one to get back together and he would he would kind of pout, you know, the the alpha of the gays. <laughs> he would pout and and you know, turn turn away from him and act all tough and you know, the other one would would beg him please <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You know, and just, what do I have to do? You know, just this constant breaking up and remaking up. And Anyway, they, what was really nice about what they did for us is they had a, I guess, I don't know whether it's a point system or amount of money they spent, probably, probably both, right? But they were able to get a, a very nice yacht for one afternoon for us. It was like a, we had it for a while. Drivers as well. Could drive us so we just we went out on this very nice yacht blue waters uh, baby blue waters clear and they had their drone they brought a drone and uh the only thing that i didn't like was that they wore man thongs uh, <laughs> so i couldn't use any of the pictures to put on social media because every single picture <laughs> Had two dudes in man thongs, <laughs> and there was no pictures without that, you know. So uh, I, I wanted to be able to show off 
hey, look at this cool boat that I'm on. But like, it was like a package deal, no pun intended, uh, with the, the Jake and Jesse and, uh, and Jessica, of course, was in the picture with us. So, uh, in all the pictures, but it was a very funny, uh, experience. And, um, I, I think that as far as the humor goes, that's probably all that I need to share about that story. I have a feeling, I think I told that story last week, so let's not over season the story. Um, speaking of <laughs> seasoning, the fish was delicious. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, it, it, uh, it, you know, my mom cooked it cause, cause I think it was going to be spoiling soon and, and, and hopefully it didn't spoil. We'll find out tomorrow, uh, based on our, our tummies, you know, we'll find out, no. we'll find out tomorrow if it was spoiled, if it seems like we drank a gallon of Metamucil tonight. So... <laughs> That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. That's fair, right? Is that a fair statement? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's fair. Okay. So, um, anyway, let's see here. Jake Jesse Manthong talked about that. I did comedy when we were in Mexico, and they, they introduced me. I'll never forget how they introduced me. They introduced me as, And now, one of the greatest comedians from the United States of America, Michael Aldridge! <laughs> <laughs> what if they said uh, instead of Michael Aldridge, they said Mark Angel? <laughs> That's gonna be my new stage name, <laughs> Mark Angel. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, um, I think that's it. I think that's it for that story. We're all, we're almost done. We're getting closer to the end. Do you have any questions about that trip to Mexico, Mom? No, I didn't. You told me. Yeah. I've heard it before, so... Yeah. How was Jessica on that trip? Well, she was was wild, as always. Uh, Hilarious. Got to get her back on the podcast soon, by the way. That would be Um, fun. She she broke up with me uh, on that vacation, (laughs) which is ironic because she begged me to go to Mexico and Uh and then broke up with me while we were there. We only broke up once. Versus the 15 breakups that we yeah, witnessed. Yeah. So there was a lot of breaking up on that vacation, but, you know, it was for the best. I didn't even bat an eye, I just said, okay, you know, and I resumed my bath. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, she broke up with me uh, because uh, of comedy, you know, that I wasn't ready to kind of like commit to settling down and, yeah. you know, she wanted a firm date on when I would quit comedy if it didn't work out. Right, because she wanted to make sure that I was able to provide for a family, yeah. and I'm like, "That's you're, you're putting a little yeah. too much restraints on me here. Let's, I'm never gonna quit, you know." <laughs> so uh, when I told her I'm never quitting, no matter what, uh, she's like, "Okay." That was it. Yeah. So, so that was that, and uh, I don't think that there should be ultimatums, you know. That, that's my opinion, but that's just my two cents. And maybe that's why Jake and Jesse broke up 14 times. I don't know what the deal was, but there might have been some ultimatums taking place. You know, like uh, requirements that... uh, I was going to make a a joke about the man thong, but I can't think of anything. So I'll just... I wonder if they met on Mastodon. You know, I wonder... (laughs) Alright. Anyway. uh, The fish was good. Um... Oh, I ran into... So, this is not really funny, but I just wanted to share because it's part of my life. Uh, 
a week ago, I was out on a Saturday night at the Emberg, which is a rooftop bar in Tampa, and I ran into one of my friends from New York, Jonathan, which is my brother's name, ironically, mm-hmm. by the way. It's a great name. I know about the origin. Jonathan, I think, was uh, a humble servant of King David. Did you know that? No. Did you know the, the origin of the name Jonathan? No. no. Jonathan never, in the Bible, never had the desire to rule, but he was very supportive of if I, if my memory, if my understanding, I, I should really Google this before I talk about it, but Jonathan was a, a humble servant, servant to, I think it was King David or King Solomon. I, I forget, uh, I forget the origin, but it was a nice, it was a humble name and Jonathan's a very humble person. So it matches his personality mm-hmm. as far as the humility goes. Yeah. So, um, shout out to Jonathan. Love you. Love you, Judja. Love you. Yeah. Um, so, um, it was cool running into my buddy, Jonathan at the Emberg. I ran into him. I, I was with some friends that night. We all had a great time and then met up with him in St. Pete the next night, uh, uh, for a little bit. I was also in St. Pete with my buddy, Eric Heidi. Uh, it was great to see him and hang out with him and his girl from Missouri and, uh, one of her friends. And then I, it was a Eureka weekend in a way because uh, one of my friends, Leslie Loudon, was out here um, with her friend Otto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otto. Otto, yeah. yeah. I like how my mom's correcting me with the wrong name. No, <laughs> but my mom knows of Otto because she knows Otto's mom. And I think everyone in Wildwood probably knows Otto, right? So it was nice to go to the beach with them for a few hours. Uh, and uh, we enjoyed ourselves there on St. Pete Beach for a little bit. Uh, not to be not to be confused with St. Peter, but St. Petersburg is what it's named afterwards. St. Petersburg Beach, I get, I think. So anyway, I uh, went to the driving range recently, which was good. I got my golf clubs here, and thankful to have my golf clubs in Florida. Going to start trying to play a little bit more because it's fun. Mm-hmm. And ironically, Happy Gilmore was on TV last night when we yeah. got home from yeah. the airport, and it was a great, yes. it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Shooter McGavin a little bit. Uh-huh. What is, did you have a favorite? Do you like Adam Sandler, Mom? I do. Yeah, I think he's funny. We saw him in person. That's right. We went there. Yeah. Actually, you bought the tickets. Thank you very much. It was for my dad's birthday. Yeah, that was very nice. We had a great time. Adam Sandler flashed his light on me. For a while, which was really weird because there was like 40,000 people on the stand. Did you notice? It, feel like, it felt like his light was on me mm-hmm. longer than any yeah. anyone else that he... Did you notice that? or is it? You said something like that. I'm not, I didn't... He had... He fl- at one point, he flashed the light. He would flash it around mm-hmm. the crowd. And, and at one point, he just held it on me for a yeah. while. And that was ironic, right? Yes. It was really something. I don't... It was, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was like a deer in headlights. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know whether, I didn't want to interrupt him and be disrespectful because everyone was, he, he responded to hecklers in a different way than, than, than mm-hmm. most comedians. Most comedians are kind of mean, but he would say, love you, buddy. That's how he would, <laughs> but I wanted to scream out because I wanted to hear that. I love you, buddy, but I didn't want to do it cheaply, you know, like I didn't want to like checkmate him into saying, I love you, you know, and, does that make sense? I didn't want to disrupt yeah. his show, even though I thought there was a good chance he'd say, I love you. So that would have been nice, but I didn't want to. I didn't yeah, want he to would have him. said, I love you back. But I didn't want to disrupt him. Yeah. See, that's yeah. that's true love. 
platonically, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a platonic uh, piece of love right there. Not trying to put on makeup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that, though. You know, uh, you know, I respect it. I, I, I interacted with the guys that had makeup at Sephora. They were nice. You know, it was no, um, no uh, negativity, no judgment. Uh, appreciate their free expression and uh, bought myself a six pack of eyeliner. So no, <laughs> just kidding. All right, let's see here. Uh... Okay, one last story, and then we'll just. We'll just see if my mom has any questions or anything else to say, and then we'll we'll wrap it. Looks like she doesn't have any questions, so it's probably just going to be this last story here. Okay. But I uh, recently was driving uh, an Uber passenger. I, I usually have at least one Uber story. Sometimes Bumble. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell a story from Bumble here. The listeners seem to like those. But here's an Uber one. Weirdly funny guy here that I that I didn't match with you. I matched with him on Uber as a passenger pickup, right? So, uh, so I pick up this guy and maybe around noon, 10 AM, you know, just right off Dale Mabry, kind of just normal part of South Tampa here and, uh, gets in the car and immediately says, Hey man, I really like your hat. It was a fisherman's hat, right? Uh, Yeah. Oh, thanks man. I didn't think twice. Just thanks. That's nice. You know, whatever. And he goes, yeah, it reminds me of uh, John, and he said some golfer from like 30 years ago, from like the 1980s, some big name, so forgive me if I don't know. I'm not a huge golfer, I'm like Happy Gilmore, I don't don't know much about golf. I don't have the same swing as him, but I do want to get that hockey stick from my putter. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, um, this guy tells me that I remind him of some famous golfer that used to, he was overweight and would smoke cigars, but he was really good, and I said... I mean, my natural response was, because he was telling me about this golfer, I go, oh, hey, whatever works, right? That was my response to him saying that he was overweight and he would smoke, but he was good. Mm -hmm. I said, whatever works for you. And he goes, ah, that's good. I like that. Like, it's some profound statement. I mean, it was just kind of like, that's that's just kind of a standard thing to say there. I don't think it's that profound or maybe it's wise, but it's common. Everyone, that's that's not mind blowing. You know, it's not, there's no fireworks going off. We know when I say that, but to him, he goes, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to update my status that, as that right now, right? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I just said whatever works for you, and yeah. that blew your mind. Okay, I, didn't, I said, oh, thanks, that's fun, you know? So now we shift into him sitting in the backseat, pulls out his phone, and now he's trying to write out this tweet. Sitting here with my Uber driver, and, and then he's like, ah, oh, my thumbs are too fat, you know, this keyboard... <laughs> And then he, and then he'd repeat himself, sitting here with my Uber driver, and he says, right? So he's, it's this. It, it actually took so much longer than I think that I would think it could. It was watching this guy construct a Facebook status right in front of me over something I did not think was profound at all. Yeah. And by the time he finished, it completely, it wasn't even what I originally said. Uh, I think the Facebook status in the end was something like, finish. Uh, Sitting in the cab with, or sitting in my Uber driver, and he said, um, different strokes for different folks. That was what he ended up typing up. Completely different. Didn't even have anything to do with what I was saying. Right? Uh, If you're going to think of something profound, either talk about my hat, which which we had a conversation, or whatever works for you. Yeah. Those those were the two highlights. But 
different strokes for different folks was nothing that I said, but I didn't correct him because I, I don't care, right? Yeah. So then he shows me, he shows me the status, or actually here it says, this is what he said. It says, he goes talking to my Uber driver who was wearing a John Daly esque hat is smarter than most. Thank you, guy. Wow. He said he already knows. Period. Different strokes for different folks, or in other words, to each his own, which I just want to say, I never said different strokes for different yeah, folks, yeah. right? <laughs> now, there is kind of the gist there, because I had a unique hat on, but I was saying, whatever worked for you, that was the thing. So, yeah. I found it hilarious that he completely didn't even get the original conversation. Yeah. The original reason he was inspired to do the status didn't even show up directly <laughs> yeah. in the final in the final status. You think he was drunk? I don't know. He seemed very happy. I don't think he was drunk. Uh-huh. But um, what I thought was 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 really intriguing is that he shows me his phone as he's getting out of the car, right? He shows me the status. Uh-huh. It took him the whole ride to do that, right? So <laughs> it took him the whole, whole ride to do that. And then he goes, I'm really excited to see what kind of results I get from oh. this. He goes, I'm really excited to see what results I get from yeah, this status. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm thinking, nobody's going to like that. Like, it has, that is not profound or interesting. It's literally like saying the sky is blue <laughs> and I'm eating a raisin right now. And uh, I'm tired, but I'm going to take a nap later. Like, there's yeah. nothing unique. It'd be uh, interesting to see how many likes yeah. you got. He, go, he tells me, hey, open up your Facebook and add me as a friend right now. <laughs> do it right now. I go, oh, I'll do it because I got a screenshot of your name. Uh-huh. He goes, oh, uh, add me right now. You know, like really put <laughs> me on the spot. I didn't want to add him because yeah. I need to look at his profile first and make sure he's right. not too right. crazy. Uh-huh. So, you know, I said I, I will. I can't do it right now because of the Uber app. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, let me let me get back to you on that. Oh, that's <laughs> I'll funny. do it. So anyway, later that day, I went to... To Adam, and he never accepted my friend request. <laughs> <laughs> so, he must be drunk, or he's onto something. You know what, though, the the it, it's I. He didn't seem like he didn't give me that vibe. He just seemed very unique. Yeah. And I hope this doesn't bore you, but there's just one last thing. As he's getting out of the car, mm-hmm. so he, he he does that whole thing, and then he goes, "Hey, I have one one more question for you." And in my head, I'm thinking, "I'm trying. I, I gotta go." You know, like, what do you what the heck do you want to? What is it that we could possibly? Yeah, what do you want to talk about that we that you couldn't have in the in the fifteen minutes that you were typing up this status, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, well, what, what's up, man?" And he pulls out his keychain, and it's a dolphin keychain, mm-hmm. just the silhouette of a dolphin made out of metal. I think it was like a bottle opener or something. He goes, "What do you think of that?" <laughs> so, and I'm looking at, I'm waiting for more. Like, what do you? I'm thinking, what are you, is this guy asking me, what do I think of his dolphin keychain? Yeah. Like, I don't have any thoughts, first of all, but what I think is, it's very weird that you're asking, I didn't say that, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. my thought was, my true thought was, this is ridiculous, weird. if it's that's weird. a real question. I said, oh, that's a, that's a nice keychain, that's what I said. Uh-huh. I said, that's a nice keychain. He goes, this is what I'm thinking. He goes, this is what I'm thinking about doing. I, I want to get some pliers and, 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 and make it a little wider and just put my business card right in the middle. He goes, my name, my phone number, and my email, and then I'm going to hand those out as business cards. And I go, he goes, what do you think of that? I go, that's, I, and again, I'm trying to think that might be the, the most outrageous thing I've ever heard yeah. in my life. I, 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 I think that's asinine uh-huh. because of the amount of effort that that would take, and it has no connection with anything. 
if if you have a business that that has to do with dolphins or something, yeah, then great, you know, like if. But there's nothing. It's weird. It's ridiculous, right? The the effort. There's no benefit to that. It's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to take a lot of time and effort, and it has nothing to do with anything. Very weird guy. Yeah. So very weird. I just told him, well, that sounds creative. That sounds really creative. And uh, he goes, thanks, man. All right, add me on Facebook. Talk to you later. So I, I did, and he never, he never accepted my request. So anyway, he was, uh, he was probably the most entertaining uh, customer I had for the week. And, uh, you know, really... Meet all kinds of people. Yeah, meet all kinds. So that, that's really, that's my story there for you. I, did, I gave you guys a nice little double whammy there uh, with the, the Mexico story with the 1400 breakups and then uh <laughs> richard the guy who uh you might receive a random handout of a dolphin <laughs> a dolphin business card i wonder if he's on mastodon you know he asked me if i was on facebook but mastodon i wonder if he's there so anyway any any final thoughts any questions mom any any anything you no, want to share? I, it's funny i enjoyed it this is the, actually the first time i sat with you and listened to your podcast you were there when i did the episode with dad in new york you sat I with don't us remember. yeah it's okay it was at 70 pine in the building with my final residence in new york mm, i can't remember that for some reason we had a good time just old age i guess do you have any <clears throat> is there one memory of me that you think would be interesting to share any, anything in particular uh, either about football or uh, going to the mall and me, you know, being in the in the um, the clothes. Uh, yeah, that one. And, 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 you there... would be hiding those round racks, yeah. you know, and there's clothes, and I'd be looking for you, and you're in the middle of all the clothes. In, in the center of the in rack. In the center, and you'd be hiding. But... So sometimes I would actually hide from you. Oh yeah. Oh, so hiding. so I was. Testing you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, what, I think what, you enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you would go away, I'd, I'd listen for the cough. For the cough. To find. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, always, that's always how I knew what section you were yeah. in. Was the, the cough. We didn't get a cough today on the... On I the, try on the, not to. Oh, you tried? <laughs> oh, you were embarrassed? No. I understand. Um, anything else? That's it. All right. Well... Enjoyed it. That's nice that you... That you did this I know it's not um, in your normal comfort zone so that was really nice um, and I appreciate it and it was a treat for me and I'm sure it's a treat for any of the listeners um, maybe Richard is listening right now I hope so you know, maybe Richard and ask for my autograph maybe Richard <laughs> will come to uh, you know the guy with the dolphin yeah. keychain maybe he's listening and maybe he'll show up to Hotel Tampa Riverwalk Thursday night Ask you for an autograph and then give you a dolphin keychain with his business card. Uh, yes, that would be great. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, that's our episode for the week. You guys have a great uh, week. God bless you. And that is straight from my mom, Angelita, and Mark Angel. <laughs> have a good one, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.